Welcome to Color Mania. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to have you back as we have been going through a mini series of the cultural influences on our children. I am Tanya. And I'm Michael. And today we're just going to talk about holidays, how the culture influences those holidays. So we just had the recent holiday of Passover or Resurrection Day. Those are some great examples of holidays that we want to really emphasize to our children. You know, what is Resurrection Day? You know, it's not about eggs and bunnies, which we talked about in our Spanish church. And we want to make sure that our children understand that it is about the most precious gift that we could ever receive. And that's life through Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just one example of a holiday. Another big holiday that stands out for me is Halloween. I think it's kind of considered a holiday in the culture. And we do have a podcast that talks really deeply about the origin of Halloween and the different things that are done and why Halloween came about and why we stay away from it. So I I encourage you to check that out. But, you know, that's a holiday, Michael, that you and I had made a plan at the very beginning. I think we already knew this even before we got married, but we would never celebrate Halloween in our family. Yeah, because Halloween's kind of in a different category because there's nothing really about Halloween that's Christian. So it's like there's nothing that says we have to celebrate it. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it. And if you want a, a more deeper discussion on that, listen to our other podcast devoted solely on that holiday. But it's since there's a lot of paganism associated with that and it's not a Christian holiday, we just totally choose to abstain from that completely and all together. But a lot of the controversy with even a lot of the other holidays is the fact that there's some pagan influence um, that's with a lot of the other holidays as well. And it's a lot of times a little hard to tell how much, you know, there's little different views and, you know, you scan the internet and what's the origins of some of the traditions that we do, but it's, there's a lot of traditions that have some pagan uh, origins to that. I don't know if I necessarily have a huge problem with the concept of Christians who used to be pagan with pagan customs becoming Christian and now sometimes using some of those pagan customs to not no longer celebrate a pagan God, but celebrate the one true God, because those customs are hard to break, but whether it be Christmas trees or hollies with Christmas, you know, or, you know, the Easter bunny and, and eggs and things like that. If there Valentine's is some, day, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, I mean, now that some, might be, but that's, that's yeah. another holiday kind of in Halloween that might be a little bit more pagan than the others. It's not really a Christian holiday. You're not really celebrating Valentine's as a, as a holiday in church per se. So some may choose to abstain from that. But even then, Saint I mean, there's Patrick's some. Patrick's Day. I know we've seen that too, St. Patrick's Day, but that's a Christian holiday. But I think well, the yeah. culture has taken that to the extreme. Yeah. Um, and even Valentine's Day. I mean, St. Valentine's. Yeah. There's, there's folklore. It's hard to tell what's really history in that case on on what can be attributed to a, an actual real life person who was Christian. Um, certainly there's some pagan influence there with Cupid and, and you know, the goddess of love. And, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and 
things like that. So, you know, we're bringing up the discussion because where's the line? You know, there's, there are those Christians that are like, they don't really celebrate much of Christmas and, and Easter and such because of the pagan influence that's there. I don't know if we need to go that far. I think it's, um, you know, we need to celebrate the birth of Jesus. We should celebrate the resurrection Mm -hmm. of of Jesus as proof that he paid the price for our sins so that we could live forever with him in heaven. Those we should celebrate the fact that there's, you know, what do we do with some of the other influences? Should we have Easter egg hunts? To me, it kind of brings out the specialness of the holiday. But like you said, Tanya, we've got to keep an eye on how much our kids, are we seeing these aspects of the celebration as a way to really bring the specialness of the Christian holiday. And we're still seeing the, it's just helping us really get a deeper sense of the true meaning of, of celebrating the birth of Christ and celebrating the resurrection of Christ, or has it become more about the candy and the gifts than it is about the Lord? We need to keep an eye on it and, and do what we can to make it augment the holiday and not take away from it. And I think we could say the same thing for Christmas, right? We can get so consumed with what are we getting for Christmas? How many gifts are we going to get? That can be very consuming versus Jesus was born so that he can pay the sacrifice of our sins. Like he was born. He's the lamb of God, the, the only son that was sent here for us. And so we can forget about that. And I think about, I know birthdays are not holidays, but you know, birthdays should also be special. And a lot of people celebrate with tons of gifts, but really are we reflecting, Lord, thank you for another year of my life and teaching our children that, you know, wow, you are five, you're six, you're seven, you're eight, you're nine, you're 10, whatever the age may be. But wow, God gave you another year. You know, we need to praise him, you know, and so excited. And yes, as families, we want to celebrate our children. We want to give them gifts, but you know, we want to also be more focused on like, wow, the Lord gave you another year. Let's be prayerful. Let's be rejoicing that we have life because as Isaiah says that our life is like grass, we wither quickly. And Peter repeated it again, saying we are just nothing but grass. I mean, one minute we're nice and blade and green and the next minute we are withered away. And that just shows us the um, quickness of life. And we need to always acknowledge the Lord and what we do and what we say and what we act out. And these holidays, like you were mentioning, are important. You know, we putting these holidays, how important are they in our life? And are we reflecting God and each of these holidays, of course, we want to do that for Christmas. And of course, we want to do that for Resurrection Day. It's the best day ever. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he rose on the third day and now he lives. Those that believe in him and repent, 
then now you have salvation forever. You get eternal life with Christ. And of course, there's discipling that needs to happen and learning the word of God. But like these are holidays that we need to go and above and beyond to really teach our children the importance. And I love how my best friend had taught me years ago to make the tomb rolls, the resurrection rolls. And, you know, we do them every single year. We make the bread and we put the marshmallow with butter and cinnamon inside. And we're like, he's no longer there. You know, those are just exciting little traditions that we've been adding to our home. We mark our arms and our feet with a red mark to just show, you know, Jesus was nailed to the cross and, you know, he has holes in his hands and his feet. And so that just reflects to us to remember him. And even with Christmas, just remembering, you know, he was a baby just like us, like he had to be fed and taken care of. I mean, it's just important for us to really make sure we are diligent about teaching with our holidays and the secular holidays that come and really focus on the Lord. Yeah. And I I think that's kind of a key point is really just augment the and bring out the the Christian aspects of everything we do. If we have an Easter egg hunt, have a, a lot of Christian things fill in the eggs and not just candy to show that this is a celebration of of uh, Jesus rising from from the dead. And uh, I know there's illustrations out there that where we can you can draw you know eggs and draw analogies with the tomb and the risen. Lord, anything that we can do to show that this is a celebration, not of an Easter bunny or a secular holiday. This is a celebration of Christ raising from the dead as well as, as you know, giving gifts at Christmas. Why do we give gifts? Because of the, the gift of our Savior as a baby into this world. So he would come to save us, you know, and really just kind of bringing that out, reading the Christmas story as a tradition with our family is a great tradition to to have to really bring out the true reason for the season any holiday that we do should be a celebration of the lord as the centerpiece of it not a celebration uh, of ourselves or any worldly thing and so you know as long as that's our our central focus and uh, it's glorifying God. Everything we do should have an eye of, is this glorifying God? How is this glorifying God? Are we modeling that for our uh, children? Yes. And so we wanted to just take a few moments to talk about that in this podcast, just to keep that in the forefront of our minds. And as we are combating the culture and the influences that are on our children. We want to make sure that we are ahead of the game, right? We are in the word of God. We are trusting God and everything that we're doing with raising our children. And especially with these holidays, it may seem kind of, uh, I haven't thought about it, or it's very simple. Like it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. And it's setting the standard and setting those boundaries for our children. So as always, we ask for you to be prayerful as we are conveying information to you because we want your heart to always be focused on the Lord. And our desire is for your families to glorify God and to make any changes that are necessary to um, make sure that the word of God stands in your home. 
So with that said, we'll end this podcast and we hope that you join us again for our last um, series on education as we have been tackling the cultural influences on our children. Until next time. God bless. God bless.